Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Welcome to the Falcoholic News Update, your weekly source for Atlanta Falcons news on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am your host, David Walker. Let's jump straight to the news. And let's start with a piece of news I think many fans have been interested in getting an update in, and that is what the Falcons plan to do with Austin Hooper. Obviously, we haven't heard any news about contract or any negotiations, and we finally got some indication from general manager Thomas Dimitrov this week that the Falcons plan to let him, Devondre Campbell, and Wes Schweitzer all hit free agency. Uh, TD says it's imperative to know the market value for these three guys. Um, They'll hit the market, but he did indicate the Falcons are open to them returning if it were at the right price. Obviously, for fans who wanted to see the team retain their tight end, their two-time Pro Bowl tight end. This is very disappointing news. All indications are that Hooper will likely get a large market offer uh, in free agency, probably somewhere between 10 to 11 and a half million. Um, and he's still just 25 years old. So the team is more than likely going to let him walk. Obviously, the Falcons have a lot of cap issues. Uh, they've got uh, quite a few guys that they want to retain. Uh, and not enough money to do it. As it stands right now, they have just enough money to sign the rookie class for 2020 and not much else. Uh, And obviously, uh, there's a lot still to happen here. Uh, They could still potentially sign Hooper. I wouldn't rule out the franchise tag entirely, but uh, I would give this 90% odds at this point that Austin Hooper will not be an Atlanta Falcon for the 2020 season disappointing to see if you are also a fan of Devondre Campbell uh, it looks like the same may also be true for him I will put the same odds of him walking and not being on the team uh, the same as Hooper at about 90% uh, the Falcons will probably be in the market for a tight end and another linebacker potentially going into 2020 so this could influence what uh, the NFL draft looks like uh, could influence you know the free agents we'll be looking at uh, we've heard some indications, uh, people speculating that Cameron Brait uh, may not be kept by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and obviously Dirk Cutter has a little bit of a history with him uh, from Tampa Bay, so that's a name to keep an eye on. But as it stands right now, Hooper, Campbell, Wes Schweitzer will likely hit free agency and probably get deals elsewhere. In another piece of news, a little bit more positive news, uh, Dan Quinn did give an update on strong safety Keanu Neal. Obviously, he missed most of last year with a torn Achilles, uh, and that was after having missed most of the 2018 season with uh, a torn ACL. So there's obviously some concerns about his health, but Dan Quinn did give uh, some update. Uh, Here's what he had to say, and I quote, He's doing good. He's exactly where he should be, you know, going through the process for him. 
He's making great progress, but same thing for him. That's my expectation for him is just throwing like a hell of a rehab to go. And he knows what that looks like, end quote. So this is fantastic news if you're a fan of Keanu Neal. Uh, it sounds like he is going to be ready for the 2020 season. This is his fifth year option season. Uh, this will be his last one in Atlanta unless they work out a long-term deal. As you can imagine, the team probably wants to see what his health is like, uh, how quick he is, whether or not those injuries have slowed him down at all before even thinking about giving him a long-term deal. But it is good to hear that he will be back wearing a Falcons uniform again in 2020. Going back to the Falcons offensive line, uh, the left guard spot is one of the few remaining uh, positions on the offensive line that does not appear to be locked down. Uh, if you look at left tackle, center, right guard, right tackle, there are all starters currently slotted in for those positions, uh, even though Alex Mack could be a surprise uh, cut from a uh, cap standpoint. Uh, but right now, the indication from Thomas Dimitrov is that the left guard position will currently be a competition between James Carpenter, Jamon Brown, and Matt Gona. All signs are pointing to the Falcons not giving up on their two big free agent signings from 2019, Carpenter and Brown, uh, who both either suffered injuries or were benched during the 2019 season, and also throwing Matt Gono into the mix. So obviously the question here is, does this mean the Falcons will not be looking towards left guard somewhere in the draft? I wouldn't necessarily rule that out. I think there's still the potential they want to get young in that position. Brown is a younger player. Carpenter is obviously a veteran, maybe on the backside of his career. So if he wins the position, I think they're still going to want to go young. But this could de-emphasize the left guard position in the draft and push it more to be a, a day three pick, you know, fourth through seventh round instead of uh, a second or third round pick like many people thought it might be. So yes, left guard, Brown, Carpenter, Gono are the three names to pay attention to for now. This could change. I, I, I highly doubt we'll see them do anything in free agency to address this position, but I still will not rule out a draft pick being spent on the interior offensive line at this point. More Falcons free agent news with uh, quarterback Matt Schaub, uh, who I think is nearing his age 40 season. He is definitely getting up there. Uh, I think he's uh, going to turn 39 this year in late June, as a matter of fact. It sounds like the Falcons are expected to pick up his option for the 2020 season, and it's a $2 million option. Uh, so this will tie up a little bit of the Falcons cap space. I will say, in defense of Schaub, he played well when Matt Ryan was injured in 2019. There and again, I think a lot of fans are wanting to see the team go young at this backup position. Uh, and obviously the names to pay attention there are Kurt Benkert, who was injured in the preseason last year, spent the entire year on injured reserve. And of course, Danny Etling, who uh, came on to the team for a short bit uh, and ended up on the Falcons practice squad. I would expect those three guys, Schaub, Benkert, Etling, to really battle it out in the preseason. I do think the Falcons want to go young at this position, so keep an eye on this battle in the preseason. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Schaub will be the backup, particularly if uh, Etling or Benkert uh, have a strong offseason and preseason. You could see the Falcons finally go young at this backup position. So before we head to the rest of the news we've got to cover, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. 
Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. On to some Falcons, uh, Falcoholic-related news. We have a new writer at the Falcoholic. Uh, we're excited to announce that Everett Glaze has joined the Falcoholic writing stable. Uh, he is a product of Georgia, and he comes from a big football family. You may have interacted with him on Twitter. He is an active uh, participant on that platform, and we're excited to have Everett on board. Uh, you can look forward to his articles uh, during free agency and the draft, and of course, as we get into the 2020 season. Next up, another interesting piece of news coming from Dan Quinn. A little bit of a mixed message, and I think this one is depending on your opinion of this player, will be a little bit surprising. Uh, Dan Quinn had initially said that the Falcons would not, would not be picking up Tack McKinley's fifth-year option. Uh, that contradicted what Thomas Dimitrov had said, which was simply that they have not decided yet whether they were going to pick it up. Uh, when Dan Quinn was asked about it again, he basically deferred to Dimitrov and said that the decision has not been made. This is very interesting. Obviously, the Falcons have made it clear they are walking away from Vic Beasley. They're letting him hit free agency, as we covered a few weeks ago. The fifth-year option for a young player is usually pretty much cemented, unless that player has been very disappointing. Uh, I think Tack McKinley... His numbers don't necessarily indicate his his strength as a pass rusher. I believe he is still an up-and-rising player. Uh, he had more pressures than Vic Beasley did, even though Beasley had more sacks. I think Tack is a better overall player than Beasley was uh, in his time in Atlanta. But uh, this could be an indication that they're disappointed in where Tack is as a player, and they want to see possibly what's happening with him from a health standpoint. He has obviously had some shoulder injury issues uh, in his time in Atlanta. And they have until May 3rd to exercise that option. Here's the thing to keep in mind. If they exercise that fifth year option, that does not necessarily mean they have to have him on the team for that fifth year. They could still rescind the option unless he gets injured. If he's injured going into that fifth year option, then that, that fifth-year option becomes guaranteed. They cannot get out from under it. Of course, the uh, the money for that year becomes fully locked in. Last year, obviously, uh, with Vic Beasley, it was roughly $13 million. It will probably be in the same ballpark for Tack McKinley. Uh, so this may just be a situation where they are concerned about the cap. They're concerned about his productivity. 
uh, and they may think that you know let him do what he does in his fourth year and then if he has a really great year finally comes up uh, and delivers on his potential try to get him signed to a long-term deal uh, but right now did Dan Quinn misspeak uh, was this a miscommunication or did he let let slip what really their intentions are I think this is an interesting story to keep an eye on uh, certainly Tat McKinley is one of our only pass rushers left on the outside he will be here in 2020 beyond that is now apparently a huge huge question mark as for cuts moving on to our next story the Falcons to this point have not made any and I think this is a bit surprising uh, we at the Falcoholic have predicted that uh, several players are likely cuts including guys like uh, Ty Sombrero Alan Bailey, Devontae Freeman. There has been some strong indications that the team would like to move on from his contract, and yet none of that has happened. That is likely because of the new CBA that is uh, in negotiation between the NFL owners and the players. That new CBA, if it is in place before the league year begins, and the league year begins March 18th, if that new CBA is in place by the time the, the league year starts, the ability to cut a player and designate them as a post-June 1st cut should be back on the table. As it stands right now, without that new CBA in place, teams cannot cut players and designate them as a June 1st cut. What does this mean? Basically, the June 1st cut allows you to spread the negative uh, dead cash, dead money hit against your cap across two seasons instead of the immediate season. So in the case of Devontae Freeman, uh, it's a $3 million difference. Instead of hitting $6 million of dead money in 2020, they could spread that out to be $3 million in 2020, $3 million in 2021. In the past, in the past CBAs, that designation was allowed to be used on two players. For the Falcons, that could be a significant amount of cap space that they could save, anywhere from three to eight million, depending on the players, that they exercise that option. This obviously opens up more space for the 2020 season while pushing some of it to 2021 where they have a little bit more cap space. This could be a very important move for the Falcons, especially if they're looking to cut Devontae Freeman. It would open up instead of about four and a half million, more like seven and a half million cap space, which could allow them to go after some free agents they may be thinking about, especially if they're gonna let guys like Hooper and Campbell walk in free agency. All indications are that this CBA is going to go through somewhat painlessly. It has already gone to the players for an initial review. I, I expect it's going to get done pretty quickly. It looks like there's very little contention uh, between the owners and the players at this point. If that gets in place, do not be surprised if that CBA gets ratified and you immediately see cuts from teams across the NFL, including the Falcons. Finally, a quick mock draft tracker for you guys to let you know where various riders are on what they think the Falcons will do in the first round. So we're gonna run through these quick. Uh, I apologize for the speed, but you're gonna see some patterns here. First, Mel Kuyper of ESPN. He's predicting AJ Epinesa out of Iowa. Todd McShay out of ESPN, predicting AJ Epinesa. Chad Reuter out of NFL.com, AJ Epinesa. Bucky Brooks from NFL.com. He's predicting Clavon Chason. Uh, Draft Tech actually has the Falcons moving up, trading up to number nine to go grab Clavon Chase on. Kevin Hansen from Sports Illustrated also predicting Clavon Chase on. Chris Trapasso from CBS Sports 
AJ Evanessa, and finally Dan Kadar from SB Nation is predicting Javon Kinlaw. Obviously, the overwhelming consensus is that the Falcons will go with a pass rusher, uh, whether it's Epinesa, Chason, or even Kinlaw, who's more of an interior pass rusher. This is uh, the overwhelming consensus at this point. We're, we're not seeing anything except edge guys or interior pass rushing guys. I, I think a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we were seeing some corners mocked to the Falcons. I think that is off the table now from all indications which if you're a Falcons fan, almost certainly means that they'll probably do something else instead. <laughs> so that's it for today's news tracker, guys. Hit the site, thefalcoholic.com, for continuing combine coverage as we keep track of the NFL combine, the measurements, the performances, players who are interviewing with the Falcons, including Epinesa and Chason, who have both confirmed interviews, and the start of the league year in mid-March uh, when free agency opens up. Uh, we will be covering that on a daily basis at thefalcoholic.com. We've got some upcoming podcasts here on this podcast with some uh, very interesting writer interviews. We're going to let you get to know each of our writers with some short interviews that you can listen to here. We will be bringing back our Crossfire po podcast in the next few weeks. Uh, and of course, our standard uh, normal podcast with Gina Thomas will be coming back as well. If you have any questions or comments or feedback, email us at thefalcoholicpodcast at gmail.com uh, or follow us on Twitter at falcoholicpod. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.